everybody, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And Happy New Year, a little belated, but we're yeah. here. We took a week off. The holidays were, were you know, going on. There wasn't a lot of stuff in the news, and we didn't want to bring any negativity to it. So we said, hey, you know what? Let's reset. Let's enjoy the holidays with our friends and family. We'll come back strong after the new year. So that's why we're here. And essentially what we're going to do tonight, a little different. We're getting ready for the new year. All the reality shows coming out. We're going to talk about it. We want to first recap 2021, and then we're going to talk about some of the things coming up. But before we get into that, Cody, how was your holidays? My holidays was good. But before we get into that, guys, oh, here we go. make yes. sure if you haven't done so already and you guys are watching, subscribe to the channel and turn on those notifications. It's really important to see help see us grow in the subscriptions. It's free. It costs you $0. So hit that subscribe button, turn on notifications so you don't miss the second we put out a video. Going into the holidays, it was it was a crazy holiday, to be honest. I had a I know I don't know how people were out there. I had a uh, I had a COVID filled holiday. I'm aware. I remember it you. Ran, uh, it's you know everybody was testing positive. It was all over the place. I could every other person that I talked to tested positive. Thankfully, everybody has you know gotten through it. It's healthy and uh, but it was it was crazy. It was almost like you saw it coming, right? You went into the holidays. You were like, uh oh, cases are spiking. Everybody's testing positive. Oh, you know, I don't know. Maybe my family won't get hit. We got hit. But everybody's healthy, so I'm very happy for that, and we were very blessed. But the holidays were great to get together with the family. I loved it. A lot of driving around. Christy and I were south, north, north, south, all over. How was a lot your of miles tree? went on How the How was your today. fake tree through all of it? That's what's important. Fake tree's already packed up and on its way down to Amazon. Okay, so we got through the holidays. I have to tell you, though, although I did rip on the tree, the 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 feeling in my in my apartment went drastically down the second we took it. We had to break it down. I like I got used to like like the tree we had in the corner right in front of our TV. And so every night the lights were out. The tree was on. The TV was on. It was such an incredibly warm feeling. And I got. So used to it. I just got so comfortable in it. And then once we took it down, it just, I felt like something was missing. I got a question for you. Good. Why can't we normalize having a small lit tree all year round? We got plants around the house. We got, you know, some people put like little palm trees and stuff in their house. Why can't you have a small, uh, you know, what are they, what are the pine trees? Is that what it is? A pine tree with the little lights. Maybe the, maybe because it's all year round, it's fake. Mm-hmm. The little pine tree, like I had back here, some lights on it. Why can't we normalize that? I'll tell you why you can't normalize it for the same reason why when everybody has something, it's just the, 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 it, it kind of fades, the want and the desire for it fades. And so that time of year is so special because you get the Christmas tree, you get the Christmas lights, you get the presents. And if you start doing that and like the trees up all year round, it almost mm. makes that time of year like less special. Feel like that's a special part of the, that time of year—the Christmas tree, the lights on the house. Like it's just a warmer feeling, you know. The reef on the front door—we only have a front door. We don't have like the whole, so we don't set up the lights. But you know, like that—I feel like that's the reason why. You know what I'm no, saying? Makes Does sense. that make sense? You look forward to it because it's something you only get for a short period every year. No, I get yeah. it. I get it. It sucks, and there's a depression that takes place after you take it down. Like I took my tree down today, dying inside. I still have Dude. my lights up on my house though. Dude, when Christmas ended, I was like, you know what? That next week, I'm, I'm I I want to get stuff done before New Year's. We kept the tree up. I felt really good. I was doing stuff. The tree came down after New Year's. This whole week for me has been a little off. 
I feel a little, I feel a little off. Like every day is like, it's tough to get yourself motivated. I had to like snap out of it somehow. And uh, thankfully I had a sunny day yesterday. I don't know. Does that happen to you? I get like one, I get seasonal lows. And two, if the sun isn't out for me for multiple days, I get like super low. And it all kind of came up right after New Year's. And like these past couple of days, I've been like, just like my, my, my psyche has been like super down. It happens to all, I mean, it happens to me a lot. It happens like every couple months until the summertime. Mm, See, I hate the sun. So for me, like, like we had a rainy day today (laughs) and I was like, I was so happy. Really? I was like, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Gloomy. I like being snowed in, rained in. I like as a kid. Snowed I in love, is a different story. I'm not. I going love there. it all. I just want doom and gloom. I just, I don't know. I always liked it. I my whole life. Dark. But again, also like, if I think about the sun for too long, I get I get burnt. So it's like that might be the trauma as a child might be part of the reason why I think about the sun and it, and it gives me anxiety. But Possibly. I was going to say something else too. You, I've been seeing on your Instagram. That you're back at the gym, and I feel like that might be contributing to your mentality because you're feeling like, "Hey, I'm back in the groove now. I'm I'm getting after it." I see the, I couldn't you get accountability online. I say it to Christy, and I feel like I do those like you know parking lot check ins uh, to hold myself accountable. It's like a way to hold myself accountable because honestly, I've been getting a lot of DMs being like, "I love these. These are hilarious. This is funny." And so I was like, "All right, well, now it gives me like something. It gives me a reason to like." want to do that. And if I'm not doing it, then it's like, well, did I go to the gym today? And all right, now people are now like, as I preach it, I'm just full of shit. You can't be preaching Mm. something if you're just not buying into it yourself. And so, yeah, I totally think that that adds to like the whole mental aspect of it, like working out. I always go in feeling horrible and not wanting to work out. And then I work out and I come out with this crazy different energy level. It's endorphins, right? Like it's a scientific fact that you work out, you release endorphins, you, you relieve stress. Yeah. Means. And I love it. And so it's been great. But even, dude, I even have my days, even when I'm working out, I wake up days and I'm like, man, I'm just not working out today. And then mm. I like, I don't know how you are when, when you start having like negative, like if you start to like kind of go down, you know, you know, the negative side of things, I brutally talk to myself like, bro, you're such a fucking bitch. Like get up, get out, go to the gym. Don't be a bitch. Get yourself into the gym and work out. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this, like moping around, like bad attitude. Get up and get out. Sometimes I'll say it out loud. Chrissy will be like, "Why do you talk to yourself like that? That's yeah, horrible." Like, oh, that's, that's she's like, "Oh, that's weird." <laughs> that's all. I, I never saw that in the first five years. This is the problem. No, um, I mean, no, now no, we're listen, living together every day, so it's like she sees all sides of me. Quick shout out to Billy, your boy B Cap too. He's been doing. He's been on the grind on Snap for a while, dude. He, he sent you Snapchats. Well, he he posted on his story. About oh, going to the gym, that. LA Fitness. He's always at the gym. He always posts yeah. when he's showing up. He's always like, "Yo, we don't take Mondays off or whatever." Like, but he's been doing it for a long time. So shout out Beast. to him because he's always posting on it. Billy, you probably ain't watching or listening, but if you are, I he is. Pre- I appreciate you, bro. Because I hit him up every time. I'm like, "Yo, did you watch the episode?" All right, bro. I'm gonna listen at work. All right, you better <laughs> don't miss my no, episodes, he, bro. He, he definitely. I follow him on Snap. I see his stuff, but um, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. New year. Yeah. New, uh, what about you? How was the holidays? You know, I, I it's different for me. I'm a different boat than you. Like, you know, for us, I got the. Mm-hmm. It's all about the kids. Yeah. So you know, it's about making it special for them, Santa, all that stuff, and you know, they got everything they want. My living room looks like uh, Toys R Us now. Um, rest in peace, Toys R Us. But um, facts, bro. But couldn't it's, make it. No, I couldn't make it. But it's um, it's good, man. And it's tough for me because uh, Jana's birthday is on the 22nd of December. 
Tunley's birthday is on the 30th of December, and then yeah. Peyton's birthday is on the 5th. So it's like the gauntlet for me. Like, I really got to – we got to kick out a couple more episodes, Code, because you're, – You're going through the ringer yeah, all through I, December. December yeah, is a like, rough go. Yeah, it's a rough go for me. It's a rough go for me. Like, And we have to – it sucks for Tenley a little bit because we do like a – uh, in like a f- small family party for her on the 30th mm-hmm. but like her actual birthday parties this weekend because it's tough for everyone to get together over the holidays so she's doing Absolutely. like a big birthday party this weekend with her friends so yeah it's good man i'm ready to go i like the new year i don't I, i'm not someone who has like resolute like i try to i don't wait for the new year to come up with things that i want to improve or mm-hmm. take on and so it's like yeah. for me I'm constantly evaluating like what I want to do differently, what I'm hoping mm-hmm. to accomplish the next day, the next week, the next month. Yeah. So I don't really have a resolution or anything like that. I just want to be better than the year before. And mm-hmm. as sad as this sounds, I do value a lot of like my success, you know, for me is a big part of it. And I, there's multiple variables, there's multiple pillars to it, health, wealth, family, but wealth is a big one for me. I mm-hmm. want to put myself in a situation where I'm creating generational wealth for my kids. So they have more than I had. So that's the goal. As always, work mm-hmm. harder, work smarter, find ways to grow, work for myself, be an entrepreneur, find ways to do what I want to do in life, but do it under my terms, not doing it while working for someone else. That's I the love goal. That. Build wealth for yourself instead of for somebody else. A- absolutely. So I love that. should we dive into the rewind? But before we go forward, we got to go backward. We're going backwards. We're doing a little bit of a rewind. We're only covering Big Brother tonight. Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, Survivor Survivor just happened, so are we really yeah. recapping it? People no. know. We don't need to rewind to Erica recap. won. There you go. Yeah, and uh, we didn't see much of her all season. But <laughs> we're going to go – so I'm just kidding. I'm just not kidding at all. 2022, <laughs> I'm going to be – I'm going to say I'm just kidding less when it's actually how I feel. That's what yeah. I'm going to do less. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I got, not kidding. I mean, we, we could talk about for 10 seconds. I mean, I put out a tweet. About uh, uh, about Xander, yeah. my feelings on it. And for those of you who didn't see it, basically said, you know, I'm not saying Xander should have won. I just don't understand the rationale behind Xander not getting any votes. Because from what we saw, he did extremely well. I thought he was like the front runner, to be honest. Yeah. And he didn't get a single vote. So um, I tweeted about it. And uh, lucky for me, Ricard quote tweeted me. And it, yeah. it was it was a t- it was it was all fun. He wasn't malicious. Like I put, you know, something along the lines of, like, you know, something's wrong with the Matrix. And he justified why they voted for Erica, not Xander, and put everything is good with the Matrix. And he got a ton of likes on it, as did I. And it was one of those things where it was like, you know what? This just shows you people can have a difference of opinion. I obviously go with Ricard. I did tweet him back. I did respond to him. And it wasn't to be an asshole. I was basically saying like, man, that's interesting because Cody and I were saying all season how you were the best player based on the edit. And it appears from what you're telling me, because we didn't see a lot of Erica's game, that you weren't running things as much. It was more of Erica and other people. And according to the votes. Yeah. That, that were, that was running things. I still think Ricard was the best player that season, but maybe he wasn't, this isn't a dig, but maybe he wasn't doing as much as I thought, or we thought he was. And we just were only seeing the edit. They gave Ricard and gave Xander and that could happen. That could be the case, but it was all fun. Nothing but love for Ricard. I still think he's a great player. I do think he's got to come back before he can say he's one of the best players of all time. We said that that before. We can do a rewind to that. We can do a (laughs) rewind to that, to that ending, because that was something we mentioned. It was like Ricard was pretty much gassing himself up before he (laughs) left, and Jeff was even gassing him up. It was like Jeff was new, too. I was like, what's going on here? What what was this? He's the best? He's getting fifth. And (laughs) And honestly, that's not... You can't really even say that. No, Jeff was right. Some of the best, pe- some of the best people never win. Tiffany, I think, is one of the best players that's played Big Brother. She got fifth. Right. It's so true. Like, 
what does that mean? It means nothing. His placement means nothing. His play was what was what we're ultimately talking yeah. about. But maybe he'll come back. I think he will. And he's going to go against like Sandra, you know, Tony, Jeremy, you know, the big the big boys and girls, the real yeah. good players that are consistently good all the time. So yeah, if if, if Ricard's ca- catching this, nothing but love, buddy. You played a great game. Love the banter back and forth. And you know what I do like? I like how he kept it cordial. It was fun. Little uh, busting chops back and forth. Mm-hmm. Nothing malicious. No in- ill intent on no. my part. And I don't think any on his. That's what it's about, guys. Have a sense of humor. Keep yeah. it light. So yeah. that was, there's our recap for Survivor. Boom. Erica won. We'll Me see Ricard. Ricard back again. Yeah, we'll see Ricard back again. Maybe get a W. Yeah. Maybe have him on here at some point to Ooh. talk about, uh, you know, what happened. It was funny. Season. I was DMing with him. I Were DM'd really? him. No, and not before, before, not after. And oh. before, I was like, bro, I don't know how this season's going to turn out. You played an incredible game. Thank you so much, Cody. That means a lot. Um, you were amazing, too. A week later, this happens. I was like, come on. Where were you on that one, Cody? <laughs> well, you know, I just was like, yeah, I'm going to stay out of it. Dude, it honestly wasn't that. I, I, no, because it wasn't he was, that deep. No, we talked it wasn't that it. deep. And I think there was a personal connection for him because essentially I get where he was coming from where I'm like, kind of um not dogging that's a strong word but like criticizing the jury votes and he was a jury member so absolutely mm-hmm. he has the right to defend his his vote and in, in the jury's opinion and you know he was a big cheerleader for that vote so it does seem like he had a lot of influence we, so i think we that's said really that on here yeah i think that's really the the perspective he was coming from like mm-hmm. hey don't discredit the way we voted because this is why we did it i don't think it was yeah. malicious at all it was not it was defending no. how the vote went it was definitely yeah. not not, he, nothing but love. I like the little jab, like at you saying the Matrix. Like, that's fun. So, all right, where are we going back to here? Let's get into We're go- it. This was a – the reason why I think this rewind is so crucial and that why we have to do it is because this was a – we've said it multiple times. It was a historic season of Big Brother, right? We yes. saw that with the cookout. You had a, an all – all black alliance go to the end. You had the first black winner in American Big Brother. Um, if you don't count the celebrity Big Brother winner. Right, Tamar. Um, yeah. And so – it was it was a huge historic season, and you saw Xavier win, but you saw players like Tiffany who were incredible. You saw people like Chada who were really good. I don't. I think Chada kind of got over, um, overshadowed by yeah, yeah, by Tiffany and Xavier's play because they had the stories. Right. And so you know there was uh, there was the you know confrontation between Tiffany and Derek F. And so you, I feel like. Chada was another one that was a really good player of Big Brother. And so, like, I kind of want to – that's why I want to do this rewind to kind of give the love to this season, which was the first season that I have watched every episode from beginning to end. Yeah. First no. season I've ever done that. Never have done that before. Um, it, You know, it dragged on a little bit, which I, I got to see as a viewer exactly what everyone talked about because they said it to us on 16. They said right. it on 22. When you have an alliance that is a powerhouse that wins everything and runs the house – how you kind of see, all right, It's it, I see exactly what's going to happen this week. I know it's yeah, going to happen. Very predictable. But what I don't want people to do, which I don't think anybody was doing, quite frankly, is discredit the reason behind why a season can become tedious and boring because the, the players in there are doing such an incredible job. You know, it was such a cool season to watch, to see the different personalities, the different type of gameplays. Because Xavier, we had the undercover person, which... Not to say anything about winners and winners. You did the undercover thing too. Everybody was calling out. Nobody in the house said a word about Derek being another 
you know, well, he was, yeah, he's not, he's not a groundskeeper. Everybody was kind of catching on to Xavier. He was like, dude, you don't even know how to make, a you don't know drink. how to make a cosmopolitan. What do you yeah. mean you're a bartender? Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was, I thought it was a really cool season. Again, I love that we called out Xavier being the winner. Um, but I want to say there was Tiffany. I would love to see Tiffany come back for Big Brother. For sure. That's going to be my rewind of kind of how it all went down. Historic. One of the best, if not the best alliance in the house. Great winner. But I think an all-star was also born in Tiffany. I agree. Yeah, the season was very surgical. And that that can be boring for some. I think why it was so interesting this year is because we had a lot of historic things taking place right. because right. of the alliance, because of Xavier, all those things. And there was a little drama, not much, but the Kylan drama. There was a lack of drama, but the drama we did get, I think the Kyland Xavier moment is a memorable moment that they'll be talking about for years to come because it it didn't get violent, but like that'll be on all the rewinds, all the recap shows because that thing between them happened live in the moment. It it was real. It was a really good TV moment. So we had that, then we had the historic results from the Alliance from Xavier. It was really great, and I do also want to give a shout out post show. Because you can see, I think we did it very well on 16 for a while. We're not all that close now. Mm -hmm. I mean, but it's been a long time. It's been, what, six, seven years? People grow apart. People change. But Big Brother 23 is doing it the right way as well. They're all hanging out with each other. They're they're being cordial to one another. They're trying to stay close together. We did the same thing. That will wear off. I'm not being mm-hmm. a party pooper. That will be that will wear off that newness and people will start to move on with their lives. Right now it's still new. You guys all share something in common that no one else would understand because your season is your season. But I do like the way they're approaching things. It's nothing but support and love for one another. Mm-hmm. And I hope for any future house guests that are out there. You, you try to carry on that torch, do the same thing. And I'd also say to the people who take the game a little too seriously and hold grudges against certain players, listen, if they're not holding grudges against one another, maybe you should let it go too. If they don't care, yeah. maybe you shouldn't care. So learn by example. Shout out Big Brother 23. As, a, as an alumni, I'm proud to call you, you know, family and you're representing us all extremely well. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was really cool too how we got in touch with so many of them and had like long conversations with with so many of them and it, that was really cool for me i've never had that yeah I've after never the show that. a lot of after people don't show. know that we've with talked other to seasons mo- yeah yeah i've ne- i've not had that and so that was really cool like it, it's amazing i literally was texting derek f today because him and i just text about gaming he's like yo you getting on today and i'm like i can't get on today are you gonna get on tomorrow like let's game together like yep. kylan hit me up he was here but it was after the holidays and i was around a bunch of people that had covid so i didn't want to be stupid and be like right. hey i feel good i tested negative but i didn't want to be like hey come here he was literally here and it kills me that he was so close and i didn't get to see him because him and i went back and forth having conversations i would love for them like i would have loved for him to have met christy it would have been really cool this this cast was really was awesome it was yeah. awesome and i love seeing them so close after the fact with the way that they are like britney i i follow i i almost, i follow, i shouldn't even say this because i don't follow all of them but i follow a lot of them because i like really enjoy seeing what they're doing and, and how everything's going for them because they all came out with really good ambition too mm-hmm. i love it was such a they were an awesome cast you know you can say they whatever you want people. it was a confrontational season it yeah. was a big 
which, you know, like everything is in this society in this day and age, it was a controversial season season because a lot of people kind of hit both sides, right? When they were talking about the cookout and what they were doing, but it was a historic season because it had never been done before. And these mm-hmm. are genuinely good people. This is what people don't get to see. Everybody just judges stuff based on their like views or opinions. And they don't see like, these are amazing people. Like Tiffany's amazing. Xavier's amazing. Oz is amazing. Hachada, Kylan, Derek. These are like amazing people. So when you talk about the cookout, like talk about it in an incredible light for what they did for Big Brother. I, I understand the opinions that people have, but don't take away this incredible feat that they did in Big Brother that will be remembered forever. And circling mm. back to that um, confrontation, a lot of YouTube videos are going to have to get remade because that confrontation between Kylan and Xavier, that's like one of the it's top ones. Yeah, right? it's up there, dude. It's one of the I, top for me, ones. it was. I mean, there's been times where people have gotten physical, like the headbutt with Joe yeah. and uh, Chef Joe and uh, Russell's I brother. I was less, bro, watching that one because, like, you and me, you know, whatever. Um, I was let, I like didn't feel like I was like nothing's gonna happen in this. Even when he was charging him, like yeah. Chef, Chef, whatever, Chef, Chef Joe. Joe, yeah, Chef Joe. When he was charging him, I was like, this is nothing's happening. You, you yeah, know, Russell's you, brother like, charged him. Russell's brother charged him. Yeah, and Joe was like kind of like in like, oh, what's up? What's up? And I was like, nothing's happening here because you know you could tell like when it's like, yeah. But with Kyle and Xavier, I did not feel that way. Yeah, I was I was sweaty. I, I was, was like, exactly. I was sweating. Two dudes, the two dudes that can throw for sure. Yes. There's no doubt. And it would have been, I don't know if there's any security nearby that's breaking those two up. Derek F. He would have been the only security. He's and the only F guy they got. More, I said this after He's the a big thing. dude. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's strong. Yeah. He might have just yeah. palmed them both. He would have been like, both of you. Yeah, I agree. He, he, you know. he, he's got that Joe Frazier strength. Yeah. Which you is, know what I mean? So, huh. no, I, I agree with you. That was a great moment, and that will go down. It's unfortunate for them, but I think they're taking it in stride, and they've mm-hmm. completely mended bridges. There's no mm-hmm. ill will from – and we've talked to both sides. Mm-hmm. Talked to Xavier. Um, he called me a week and a half ago. Did he call you? I don't want to say it. Did he call you about the thing? He did. Yeah. I don't want to say what it is, but he's working on some ideas, yeah. uh, something he might want to put together. Great dude. Um so yeah, that's really it. It will be interesting to kind of segue into 2022. It will be interesting to see how Big Brother 24 takes what they've seen on mm-hmm. Big Brother 23 and how that translates into the game. Because you always see the next cast try to emulate some of the things that were done by the successful right. contestants in the season before. Right. In this case, it's a whole successful alliance. Will they try to replicate that? Will they do something different? What will they learn from it? They'll be talking a lot about Big Brother 23. Yeah, they oh. now have a, will they now have a template? Will they try to use that template or will they adapt it to their own? And will we see something completely different? Yeah. It'll be interesting. But before we get to Big Brother 24, we have Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of want to continue because on that, on that perspective, because I think we'll close it out with Celebrity Big Brother. But right. in that perspective, what do you think? Because like I, I've been very open about the the trajectory that I feel the show is going to go after season twenty three. This is a this is going to be I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. I'm very eager to see because there is no way as a player going in you can't think about season twenty three and how yeah. everybody kind of just like turned and was like, oh, I, I was I was oblivious to it, and it, yeah. it was crazy that they were working together. Because I think in some sense, people were thinking it and afraid to say it. Um, yep. Now, how was that going to translate on 24? 
Yeah. What's going to happen now? Yeah, I don't think it'll happen again because now it's not as – there might yeah. be a version of it. But I think once it's been done, you're the first. You yeah. know what I mean? They were the first. They knew yeah. the responsibility they had. Yeah. And I do think there's something deeper you can take from the success of why it works because you and I had it as well. And I was thinking about this for a while. And it wasn't necessarily the the individuals of the cookout. It was what they stood for or what was mm-hmm. important to them. They were all They all had the same goal which was to have the first black winner. Right. And that was bigger to them than winning. Yeah. And their relationships with each other wasn't based on game or who's the strongest competitor. It was like, you look like me. We both want the same thing. Well, take out color for a second. You and I had something very similar in the sense Mm -hmm. that like our relationship was past game. Yeah. I looked at you like a brother. Mm -hmm. I wanted to win, but if I didn't win, I wanted to do everything in my power to make sure that you won. Yeah. And it was because I liked your, you when you talked about your family and I felt like I knew them and yeah. you talked about my daughter and yeah. Jana and like, yeah. it was something bigger than the game. You can't fake it. It either right. happened. We, we couldn't, you know, going back in there, you know, you did go back in there. I don't know. You can speak upon it if you had that in Big Brother 22. What, what, two. 22. Um, but I felt like, an emotional connection to you that exp- was bigger than the game. And therefore it made us really strong mm-hmm. together. Yeah. The cookout had that. So the reason people didn't see it is because they had a lot of unspoken words to each other and a mm-hmm. trust yeah. that was predicated on a feeling, a personal feeling as opposed to a strategy. That's mm-hmm. the real key to success. So we'll see what people use as a, a common goal in mind that they can personally all relate to on season 24. Will it be based on, race or will it be based on something else we have to wait and see yeah but for it to truly be as successful as the cookout they're gonna have to dig deep and find something that's important to them on a personal level so important that it means more to them than winning well that's how that's how majority of the big alliances work right they work or they implode because you're working with people that you want to also see succeed it's like okay well if i if i don't win i would rather see this person win Versus this person who right. I don't really connect with um, for any reason. Honestly, I don't connect with them. I I, I don't trust them. I don't, you know, th- we argue or I don't, not a lot of people argue, but it's like, I want to see the people that I'm working with win. And when you're working in an alliance where all of you like each other to a certain extent or, or connect with each other to a certain extent, that's the, those are the alliances that really end up doing well. Right. Because like we had the bomb squad, yeah. which was you know, great in, in theory, eight person alliance. Well, you know, you got half the house in it. Well, how, what could go wrong? It was too many. It was just people that didn't really connect with one another. You know, right. It took me a very long time to actually connect with Caleb. Mm -hmm. You know, that took a while. And so you're working with people that you're like, why do I even see myself working with them? And that's why alliances implode. You know what I'm saying? We saw it on 23, uh, with, you know, the alliance, uh, that Frenchie tried to make with the, the butchers, right? And right. it just kind of imploded because everybody was like, yes to an alliance, but no to the people in it. And so it, it ends up imploding. And so the 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 script that the cookout has created shows exactly what you need to do. You have to, even if you have tiffs with somebody, the way Tiffany and Derek F did, you stay loyal to one another. Right. Right. You stay loyal to one another. I, I may not want you here, but I'm going to keep you here because it's best for us. Mm-hmm. Like that, that theory is what is going to help you propel big brother. Mm -hmm. If you stay loyal to your numbers, numbers is a huge part of success in big brother, right? Yeah. 
success by numbers. And I learned that when we played in 16 and I brought that into 22 and was like battling tooth and nail to make sure Danny wasn't going after Tyler and Tyler wasn't going after Nicole and Danny and Enzo wasn't going after Nicole. And it was like, you battle tooth and nail, tooth and nail for your numbers always. Because if your numbers are surrounding you, you're probably always in a great position. And so if anybody's going to take anything away from what the cookout did, it was showing you how to get six from day one to day, whatever it was when it was only final six. How to get her done. First get her first done. alliance to ever do it. So and they did it. All- and it was it was it's not easy to do. Like hell no. It's really, really difficult. Hell no, we couldn't I mean we had a great, you know, detonators, whatever. We couldn't I mean none of us did it. So yeah. it's one of those things where, you know, it will be interesting to see how the future players out there who are watching right now um, decide to emulate their game, change it up a little bit, make it their own. Because you're always going to see it. You're never going to see it replicated, but you'll see adaptations of yeah. it. I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. But uh, that final talk, us... final talk, the celebrity big brother, celebrity big brother. What? So like, celebrity big brother, right? Who can we expect? Who do you think would actually say yes? How much is the time frame? Because it's a shortened season, and how are they going to handle this? Because I have a really fun. I think the reason why Celebrity Big Brother doesn't really work that well is because these are all people that are like there for a check. I'm there for a check and to get some notoriety, maybe boost. Get my you name know, out some there. Some of them, are, yeah. Some of the. I don't care I, about this game. I will Not say this. I will say this, and I know it holds true for you as well. But listen, we're always honest with you guys. The winner circle. We're all in this together. Yep. And I will tell you right now, and when we will take it to our grave, Cody and I both know someone that's on the season, 100%. And that's all we're saying. I mean, but am I right? Am I right? Nope. That, that not, I have no idea who you're talking about. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So there what we go. What are you talking about? You, are you being serious? You definitely know someone who's on. Come on, bro. What are you doing? Never, we're going to get hounded for this. And then it's taking it to our grave. Never we, seeing it. You'll that's never all. get I'll never, You'll talk. never get it out of us. I'll never, never get it talk. Out. Never talk. That's it. So that's all I'm going to say. And we will say, looking forward to seeing this person. That's it. I would love but, to um, see it. But because the only reason I bring it up is because of what we just said. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that person's there for that. Exactly. That's because, why I wanted to say it. Yes. That, I agree. This with person, 100%. this person loves Big Brother. They're there for the game. That's all we'll say. Yeah. Which, they ain't there for, they don't need the notoriety. They don't need the money. They're there yeah. because they love Big Brother. That's yeah. all we can say. Which is, it's kind of, it's being that person is a good and a bad thing. It can be a bad thing if you don't know how to harness it the same way super fans go on and hurt their game, like we saw with Frenchie, right? right. So there was another um, – oh, I'm, it's driving me nuts. That I can't remember his, his name off the top of my head. Uh, he was on Celebrity Big Brother. He was Ross? on the last season. He What? Not Ross, right? No. He was a super fan. Um, he's in all the Hallmark movies. Oh, my God, bro. I, I'm – he was really close with a kid that I was acting with. And so I met him when I went out to Cali and he asked me when I was out there with you. Yep. I went yep, and met yep. up with them one of the days while you were filming. Well, whoever he is, everybody out here is saying his name right now. Oh, They're that's all driving saying. me nuts. <laughs> so he's going to look it up. But no, I mean, while he's looking that up, we're looking forward to it. We hope it's a good cast. There are a lot of celebrities that watch Big Brother that are fans of it that don't talk about it publicly. I remember after we won, there were celebrities that I knew of that were tweeting at me and stuff like that. So... It's definitely a show that a lot of celebrities do watch, but like Cody was saying, you know, it is a risk. So when you're a big celebrity going on a show like this, where you're on the live feed, you do jeopardize some things because we all say and do things that are embarrassing sometimes. And when you're on the live feed, you're not looking your best. You don't have all your makeup and hair done. 
Um, it, it, it may not be the best thing for someone who's already at that top tier, but um, for some people, the game is the love for the game is bigger than the risk. And um, I don't know what cast we're gonna get. I would think it's gonna be pretty good because Big Brother twenty three did expose a lot of people to the show that may not have known about it. Kind of like Frankie Grande did as well yes, with Ariana correct. talking about it. Like it brought in a new group of people um, to watch the show. And I do think it, the big brother fandom expanded upon what it usually does with all the notoriety and news yeah. coverage that big brother 23 was getting. So I, I think we're going to have some good players in there. I don't think it's going to be all individuals just looking for a paycheck. At least I hope it's not. Yeah. Um, and it could give us a lot to talk about, which I'm excited about. Well, uh, so the person that I was talking about is Jonathan Bennett. Shout out um, Jonathan Bennett. I know Jonathan. I don't know him personally, but I know exactly who you're talking about. And huge fan. You're right. Yeah. He was a huge fan. Had so mean many girls, questions. Mean girls. To him, mean girls. Talked to him a bunch about Big Brother, and he went in and did the super fan thing, and he overplayed, and it kind of rubbed people the wrong way, and they sent him home. Well, he got right nervous away. about him, too, because he knew what he was, he knew he what he was exactly. doing. And they're going in there, like, for, for most of them, um, they don't, quite frankly. These are celebrities yeah. that are like – and when you think about celebrities, there's the people that we were talking about that are super fans, but then there are yes. people that are like, what is, what is this for me? What is this opportunity for me? FaceTime? Equates to dollars for yes. them in their yes, lives. New opportunities. Could help them. Opportunities, right? So they go on and they're in a situation for, I think it's only a month, right? Mm -hmm. Where yeah, they, it's not long. they fall apart. And this is why I watched John, Jonathan went home because I was super excited about it. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I was talking to his, his buddy about it. Um, and he went home and then I was like, and then every week it was like somebody complaining. Be like, oh my God, I'm ready to go home. And I'm like, you are there for... 11 days. Stop complaining. Mm -hmm. I was like, and it's not like Survivor. You know what I'm saying? Like I would be complaining on Survivor. You get nothing. You are fed every week. You're restocked. I can only imagine how differently they're restocked and how much extra they get because it's not the mm. same as us. And you're just kind of living day to day. Like you get a break from the craziness of what being a celebrity I can only imagine is like. And uh, they get to just be in the house, Right. That's what I don't want to see. I'm really hoping to not see that. I do not want to see mm. these celebrities go on and complain about the grueling time that they're away when it's literally like 35 days. Mm. I, I hope I hope I hope we have some people that I know. You know what I mean? Like some, and we have in the past, and I hope Dude, we have some good celebrities that last season. We, I Ricky mean, Williams, Tom Green, yep. they're gonna get good people. Yeah, they're I gonna think get they good will. People. I think you're right. I think and, you're right. I'm looking Tom forward Green to was somebody that grew on me big time. Yeah, he grew uh, on me big time. It, it'll be fun. Tom Green was a great cast. I mean, he's just perfect for Big Brother. And I think the I think it's Je I don't know who's casting. I think it's Jesse again, Tannenbaum. If it's him, he's been doing a great job mm -hmm. with the casting. So he he's probably got some tricks up his sleeve. If it's him again, um, we're looking forward to it. We'll be covering it for sure. Um, we on, might I'm even do read, a little I'm live read you season two, season two's cast, and give me one person based off of this that you think could be a possibility. Right, okay. Tamar Braxton. Ricky, on this season, you mean? No, I'm just going to read you based off of last season who they got. And you say on this upcoming season who you think you may see based off of this list. Because there's a lot of people on here you okay. know, that I, I wasn't even thinking of. Lolo Jones, gold medalist, Olympic yep. gold medalist. Uh, Ricky Williams, NFL running back. Um, Dina Lo Lo Lohan, Lindsay Lohan's mom. Mm -hmm. Not a small person. Uh, Candy Burris. Yep, Tom Green. Great Natalie 
Eva Marie, which was a WWE wrestler. The redhead. Huge. Yep. She's big because WWE people are monsters. They're like celebrities mm-hmm. in their own, you know. Yep. Whatever. Uh, Kato. Joey Kato Lawrence. Kalen. Joey Lawrence, he was there for the for the for the notoriety. I may maybe I get maybe I get a sitcom after this. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Lochte, huge. He was Jonathan good. Bennett, big. Yep. Um, and then Anthony, I don't Fouch, even know. Uh, not Anthony Fauci. I was gonna say, but uh, the the news, the the sport, the guy for the po- the politics, the Trump guy. Yeah, former White House communications director. Yeah, uh, he was only he only stayed he was like a, fake a week house though. Guest. He yeah, he was only like a week. They gave him a fake house guest on here because he might have just you know sent himself. The one person I'm not seeing on here was the um broad the Broadway um singer from Hairspray. Wasn't she on this one or was that the first? Marissa one? was the season before. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Marissa so was of the that season list. Before. She right? was with Ross. TV personalities, uh, I guess a political guy, athletes, actors. Yeah, it's gonna have, they're gonna have polit- There's gonna be a politician in there if they can get it. Yeah, I agree. Athletes, you know, it's usually people like. I want to see the woman from uh, I, I believe her name. I love New York. Like, what's her? She's in. She does always. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm, no, I think her name's Tiffany, but she's crazy. She's been on. There used to be a show called I Love New York. She's like a reality TV like legend because of the stuff she does. And uh, I'd like to see her on athletes. I could see like because I've seen him on other shows like a Terrell Owens. Oh come on, bro! This is so annoying because. It's going to seem like I'm just going off of what you just said. But uh, you're the worst. You're the worst. You were going to say him? Uh, because I was looking at him like, all right, NFL player. There's no way you don't get an NFL pro- player. It should be easy. Somebody that's retired. Somebody that has got a great personality from the NFL. Might cause some controversy. One of two people I was going to say. Who's the other ones? one Chad Ochocinco. I was oh, like, Chad Ochocinco would huge. He'd you know what I'm great. saying? You got to get one of those two. But those are going to be those are going to be who I said, and you you yanked it. They just had Meta World Peace on there. Not to, yeah. you know, on, on he was on the first season. season also. Yeah, Chuck Liddell. I mean, yeah, the names the names are definitely going up. I'm excited to see who it is. I hope we have. It always gets better every year. It seems like. Yeah. So with like again with coming off a great season like 23, the notoriety's out there as far as what it can do for you. So. I think it's a big selling point for them, yeah. and it's going to be interesting to see who have it. I'm looking forward to Four it. Big Brother's always a good people. time of year. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be covering it. That's for sure. We'll be there. Anything else to wrap post, it up? Little post interviews. Little post interviews. Getting back into the interviews, bro. Post interviews. I'm going to be nervous absolutely. the first one. Again, the same way we were the last time. You know, the first yeah. interview, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what's going to happen. Then we got seasoned. Now these we'll are talking to cele- people. Now, now we're talking to celebrities now. Yeah. Yo, what's up, Derek and Cody? We love you. Oh, my God. As long as CBS <sighs> doesn't take away our media credentials. They might. It might just be a little more strict, to be they honest. Could, on, and we could get lying. the boot. We could get the could, boot. We did pretty good for one. them last year, though. We had some we good did. views. Yeah, we, we had really good views. CBS, don't take us off the list. Yeah, please. 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 PR. Please. Anything else before we wrap uh, it up, it, bro? Guys, like and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Instagram at Winter Circle Cast. Um, that's really it. It helps yeah. us out exponentially. And absolutely, and and I've said it before, but there's some recent news. If you're listening on audio right now and you're not a YouTube subscriber, please leave a comment, five stars it would be appreciated. And they just announced on Spotify that you can now rate. The episodes, the show, et cetera, just like Apple. I don't think you can leave comments yet, but you can leave up to one to five stars. Would really appreciate the five-star review on Spotify. I went and looked at the other day. We already have some five-star reviews on Spotify before we even announced it here. So we truly do appreciate it. We appreciate the love and support. As always, thank you for joining us here on The Winner Circle. We will see you next week.